At the end of the year, we're normally inundated with a lot of predictions by psychics for the upcoming year. So this year, I wanted to give out five quick predictions on what I think will happen in 2012. Another little person porn star will be found dead. But instead of a badger den in Wales, it will be an Aussie porn star trampled to death by a troop of kangaroos. Sarah Palin will refer to Ron Paul as Raoul Paul. Harold Camping will say that the world is going to end, and again, be mistaken, this time blaming a smudge on his bifocals. A popular male Republican will be caught in another sperm donation scandal. This time, he'll be caught giving his sperm to another homosexual. And finally, Bill O'Reilly will tell his guests that they cannot explain the following things. Rain, thunder, wind, animal migratory instinct, tree knots, and kittens. Be advised that this show is not for children, the faint of heart, or the easily offended. The explicit tag is there for a reason. This is Cognitive Dissonance. Every episode, we blast anyone who gets in our way. We bring critical thinking, skepticism, and irreverence to any topic that makes the news, makes it big, or makes us mad. It's skeptical, it's political, and there is no welcome, Matt. Everybody, this is a very special holiday episode. Festivus miracle episode. (laughs) It is the miracle episode. Of cognitive dissonance. I want to wish everybody a very... Merry, happy holiday. (laughs) Every episode is a miracle for us. What, are you kidding me? It's a miracle anybody listens. That's the fucking miracle. That's the fucking miracle, yeah. (laughs) I got got a picture of baby Jesus with his fucking headphones on and cognitive dissonance queued up. (laughs) Fucking awesome. Do not actually have that picture. Little baby Jesus. If anybody wants to Photoshop that picture, though, that's our new logo. (laughs) (laughs) Baby Jesus listening to the cognitive dissonance. It's like, hey, I do exist. That's just rude. That's just rude. (laughs) Oh. Oh. So it's good of you, Cecil, to take a break from singing Away in a Manger this morning and uh, do the show. It's Christmas Eve today. I know we uh, are recording a day or two early, and this show may be a day or two late because uh, of the government mandated celebration of Christmas. <laughs> so. Which, by the way, I will take because yeah. I got a day off of work. <laughs> no kidding, right? <laughs> government can mandate any kind of religious holiday as long as I get fucking off work for it. You know? Yeah. Is there any way I can get all of Hanukkah and yeah. Ramadan too? I mean, I'll fucking take it. <laughs> no kidding, man. I don't mind. There's no war on Christmas here, man. I'm gonna have a fucking war on that turkey, though. I'll tell you that. <laughs> Declare war on that fucking prime rib. Damn, I'm going to declare war on the toilet when I'm done. (laughs) I'm 11. Keep it classy. Keep it classy, Tom. Cecil, you made some predictions. I did. I made a few predictions. We're talking – we have a story here. Uh, This one is from (laughs) relativelyinteresting.com. It's a a blog, and it's failed and forgotten predictions of 2011. Every year – uh, the psychics come out with new predictions, and every year uh, they are fucking shockingly wrong. Uh, and this is a long article that lists a lot of predictions. Tom, before we get started in the article, though, I wanted to read some predictions that I think will happen and actually will happen in in 2012. All right. Hit me up, Cecil. Now they, okay. Now, now, now get your hanky out because these are sad. Okay. <laughs> so all of them are going to be sad. A child will be murdered through neglect as parents refuse medical care and instead pray for the child to get better. So we can almost certainly agree that that is going to happen in 2012. If history is any guide, (laughs) sure, yeah, absolutely. An ardent and popular anti-homosexual will be caught in an illicit homosexual affair. That happens every week. That is going (laughs) to happen. It's happening right now, actually. Uh, someone will be murdered by their religion to restore their honor. I mean, geez, that happened like every third week this last year. No kidding. It should yeah. happen to you. If it happens in Canada. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to happen again. Uh, a southern state will pass a pro-religion bill. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Pretty yeah. much, yeah. The south uh, will do anything foolish, right. it turns out. So, <laughs> yeah. 
I mean, they catch catfish with their hands, yeah. for God's sake. It's not. <laughs> this one This one is a, is a sad one. A homosexual will lose their life because of their sexual preference. Oh, yeah. That seems to happen a, a, a lot more than once a year. Um, it's more like a quarterly thing. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no. Another species will go extinct because we hunt it for some part of its body used in a magic ritual. And or a human will go extinct. Oh, <laughs> that is happening all over the yeah, place. Yeah, that's happening right now. They're killing albinos like crazy oh, for yeah. oh, magic powders. Yeah, they're very, they're very, they should have watched magic. powder. They're full of magic. I don't know if you knew. They're just, they're just fucking brimming with magic. The U.S. court system will put somebody to death. That happens quite a bit. And... The religious will say a natural disaster is God's work, and that's probably going to happen within the next two months. Well, I mean, religious. The thing is that I'm not sure, Cecil, on that last one, that they're going to get an opportunity because, you know, we're coming into 2012, and we all know the world is going to end. Oh, that's right. I forgot about that. December 21st, 2012. Wait, December 21st, it's going to end on, like, the equinox or whatever, or the solstice, whichever one Yeah, I think that's fucking rude. That's my kid's birthday. Can't we fucking put that... Although, I guess I don't have to buy presents, so yeah, that's dude, nice. I would, you know, put off, give it, be like, we're going to give you your presents, but don't worry, we're going to do it later. Right. And just tell them that later in the day, we'll get you the presents. As the clock yeah. goes to strike. I mean, although, I don't know if it's going to, like, happen at central time or, you know... I think I think it would be Greenwich Mean. I think time. it's no. I think it's going to be Harold Campings, where each time zone of the world is going to end individually, like in succession. Like yeah. a, it's it's like destroying the Earth in in like orange slice peels. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it's like one of those rah. Christmas orange chocolate things. Right. God's going to hit it clunk, and then he's going to start peeling off <laughs> the pieces of the orange. Will he do like I do, where he eats like half of it and is like, "This tastes like regret. What yeah. am I doing this for?" <laughs> Tastes like oily chocolate, <laughs> orange, and regret. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, so getting into some some of these psychic predictions though from last year, uh, some of these are 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 I can't believe if you just come at these, Tom. Just let let's just say I was going to pretend I was a psychic for an afternoon. I I would come at these at least with some sort of knowledge about current events and possible future events. Right. Right. But. If you were to do that, you would come at it rationally. Yeah. And you wouldn't be a fucking psychic, right? So you can see the problem. You can understand the disconnect we have here, Cecil. It's not possible for you to both be a rational human being and pretend that you are a psychic. Right, right. Because this is dress up for money. You know, this is... You just, you're a fucking shyster. Here's so, one that, that just fucking, I just read it and I was like, shut the fuck up. You didn't predict it. The first brain transplant will take place. I saw it. Brain, brain transplants. transplants. What? I need a donor body stat. What? <laughs> Which part? The whole body. It's the fucking head that wouldn't die. It's like, fucking big monster. Give me a break. Are you kidding me? You know, I, I actually heard that they tried that, but they couldn't get the lightning to strike it. Yeah. To, to reanimate it. It's not alive! <laughs> Igor's daughter. Ah, the psychic said this would work. Yeah. Give me a break. Some of these are so ridiculous, though. You read it and you're like, like at least the guy, there's a guy at the end, Tom, this Sidney Friedman, who... He's so like wishy washy. First off, where he's like, "I hope this doesn't happen," you know. He's like, "I know," uh, but but at least he predicts some that at least have some specificity. Whereas the other ones, I mean, these first couple, it's just a real simple sort of you know open suggestion saying sure. that an earthquake's going to happen in the Ring of Fire. That's easy and open. Right, right. It's not a prediction. It's not a prediction any more than like I will eat a breakfast. Yeah. Like, yeah, I fucking eat a lot of breakfast. I'm very fat. Yeah, as you know, a fat like person also. <laughs> I have eaten my share of breakfast too. That's not a prediction. That's a goddamn certainty, you dimwit. I like Psychic Nikki on this page because Psychic Nikki's just batshit crazy. I like, you know, uh, she's the one with the brain transplant. Right. A gold rush will occur in Hawaii. Yeah, that's just fucking. How would that even happen? Hawaii was—it's a fucking volcanic island. Yeah, that doesn't make any sense. Oh, the the Playboy Mansion is going to burn down, too, she said. <laughs> right. What? Really? That's your news? Look, it's already hot in there, okay? Doesn't need to be... <laughs> it's on fire! Yeah. Uh, but but there's so, several of these that just don't make any sense. But, Tom, I think my favorite part of the article is the end of the article. 
Yeah, the forgotten predictions, the things that they didn't predict. Cecil, was there anything from 2011, let's say, that they did not predict that was a big fucking deal? You know, one that they could have easily predicted was the tornadoes across the Midwest and Southeastern U.S. You I would think, think those a, would leave a psychic I, impression. I think that's a pretty, not only is that a, it's a pretty easy one to predict just right now. I'm going to say right now there's going to be a tornado in the Midwest next year. Right. You know, there's going to be, because you know what, that's a fucking tornado generator. <laughs> That's what, that's what it does. It generates the tornadoes. Right, right. It tor- in Tornado Alley, yeah. <laughs> there will be tornadoes. <laughs> I happen to call it Tornado Alley. So that one I see on here and I'm like, eh. But these other ones that are on here, uh, one of them that, that sort of stands out to me, Death of Amy Winehouse. Yeah, they're, well, they're, right. They're always predicting celebrity deaths. Yeah. I mean, that's just kind of standard. But they don't predict... This one, they don't predict Kim Jong-il, Gaddafi, or bin Laden. Those were sort of notable figures from 2011. Bad year, by the way, for yeah. tyrants. <laughs> 2011, not your best year if you're a uh, Steve Jobs, too. You forgot him. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> hey I'm recording on a Mac. <laughs> it's going to shut down on you. Um, the Japanese earthquake, huge one. That you know, but but they always predict I I ring of fire earthquakes. <laughs> well, right, because it's like I will predict an earthquake in an area that is prone to earthquakes like every day. I used to have an app on my uh, phone. I had an Android phone for a while. I had an app that was just called Earthquake Exclamation Point. And you look on it every day and see where earthquakes were. And there were earthquakes every single day. There was about twenty earthquakes a day across the globe of varying magnitude. Right. right. So predicting an earthquake on earth <laughs> turns out it's not a thing right that's not right. a thing it's like i predict sunsets and yeah, sunrises exactly. and birds will sing like exactly. fuck you in the ear the tides about, will go in the tides will go out can't yeah. explain that you can't explain it never it miscommunication out. yeah penn what? state abuse scandal that sort of caused a rip. How about the Arab Spring? <laughs> nah, that one didn't. I, I could see how they missed that. That was just a tiny little blip. A blip on the radar, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Who noticed? The last one is the Tucson, Arizona shooting rampage that they missed. That seems to me, of all the ones on here, you know, that are, I you know, you could b- blow off the Japan earthquake and tsunami because, you know, they, they would probably predict something like that. But... You know, if you're a psychic, right, don't you see, like, the deaths of people and, like, specifically that one, the Arizona shooting rampage, just out of nowhere? One would one would think so, but they don't see any of this shit because yeah. psychics aren't fucking real. What? I know. I know. I'm sorry to break your heart, Cecil. I'm so sorry. Gosh. I know our listeners were – I'm going right terrible fucking... until Santa comes later. <laughs> <laughs> listeners are spiking their iPods yeah. on the ground right now. I can't believe they're spiking him right on baby Jesus. That's how he's getting all those iPods, right? Free iPod. <laughs> Acetaminophen was just in the news recently. And people were dying, dying by taking acetaminophen that's in Tylenol or Theraflu or NyQuil. Dying. And you know what the manufacturer said? Oh. More people die by taking an aspirin. Yeah, did you know that 5,000 people a year die by taking a single dose of aspirin every year? And almost 5,000 die by taking a single dose of acetaminophen, which is the ingredient in Tylenol or Theraflu. Or... Why? Because one of the side effects of, the, of, of those over-the-counter safe drugs is death. The side effect of the drug you're taking for cholesterol, my cousin's one of them, is, par- is paralysis. And thousands of people every year are in wheelchairs because they did what their, doc- their doctor said, took a drug. And this is an article from Discover Magazine. Um, the, Kevin Trudeau, uh, people might know him as the uh, asshat who wrote a book, you know, 86 Jillion Medical Secrets Your Doctor Doesn't Want You to Know or whatever. Um, he's made up just a fucking crap load of money over the past several years um, marketing these uh, homeopathic homemade bullshit cures for everything from cancer to toe fungus and uh he has just gotten he lost his appeal and he has been fined cecil 37.6 million dollars i don't really think that that's that big a deal because i scrolled down the article and they say 
in here. He's built a billion-dollar empire on false claims. Yeah, it's still, he's still going to be extraordinarily rich. Yeah. But here's what I don't understand about a guy like this. If you have a billion dollars and you know you're getting in all kinds of heat from, you know, groups, FCC, just stop doing the thing they told you to stop doing. You're already so fucking rich. Why are you continuing with this line of, of, of money-making scheme? You know what I mean? Like, no I don't idea. understand these people that are – they're fucking rich, man. And they're just like, yeah, I'm going to keep doing this dangerous, foolhardy thing so I can make more money. What, what is it at a billion dollars? What is left that you're like, man, I'm saving up, saving up, haven't hit that magic number, can't buy the moon yet. <laughs> can't purchase the rest of Japan yet. <laughs> I don't understand that. Like, I understand why I go to work every day, right? I go to work every day because I need a money to eat a food. Yeah. And I eat a lot of food. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I need a lot of money. <laughs> this guy's – I don't understand it. $37.6 million. You're right. It's a drop in the bucket. I don't understand how this book makes money. I, this, this book was actually a gift to me one time. Somebody got this book for me. And I flipped through it and I could not believe the shit that was in here. Uh, it's and it, all it is, all this book is, is an advertisement to send you to his website to buy stuff. That's all it is. It's just a book to redirect you. It'd be awesome as an ebook because everything would just go <laughs> lead back to his <laughs> website. It's ridiculous. The um, Kindle the, edition should be free, right? And, just... <laughs> and what I love, yeah, I know. Why not just publicize it? Be like, hey, it's a free ebook. You get a free ebook that doctors don't want you to know about. But what it is is it's this conspiracy that. Um, doctors somehow have it out for you and only like these natural remedies are what is the big, you know, is what can actually fix you. All the doctors are doing is like poisoning you. And you hear that all the time about like how doctors are giving you pills to poison you and they're, they're basically hurting you so that you come back. It's like, you know, fixing the car so that, you know, after, you know, 3000 miles, the oil turns to shit. So you got to come back every 3000 miles or something, right? There's some sort of conspiracy in there. And, uh, and I, none of that shit ever made any sense to me when, you know, doctors, I guess you just, the human body is made to fucking fail, man. It's made to get fucked up. It's made to get hurt. We do shit all the time to hurt ourselves and fuck ourselves up and we treat our body like shit. And then we're just like, why doesn't it run perfectly all the time? Right. Right. It, it, well, you know, I, I've heard, I heard just this week at work, you know, somebody was like, yeah, that chemotherapy will kill you. And I had to. I had no choice. I'm like, so does the cancer. The cancer will do it first if you ignore yeah. it. Yeah, like, no kidding. Like, you know, it, but you hear that all the time. Like, oh man, it wasn't the it wasn't the cancer. It was the chemotherapy that killed him. Oh yeah. Really? No. The chemotherapy might have been fucking awful to endure, and maybe it didn't even help. It's possible. But you fucking had chemotherapy because you have cancer. You. Yeah. It's not like you go to the doctor and like you know you look good. <laughs> I mean, you look good. Want some chemotherapy? Yeah. Really? For no fucking reason at all? No. Uh-uh. No, it's a preventative measure. <laughs> yeah, we're going to give you chemo. Yeah, it's a, it's a, we're trying it out for acne. Yeah. You know, <laughs> you have acne. Just one, I've, I actually have just one zit. Yeah. yeah. Well, fucking fuck you. Chemotherapy, six months. That doesn't happen. They give it to you because you have cancer, man. You had two stitches and you're going to get your chemotherapy. Right. <laughs> Right. Okay. Uh, flu shot and chemo. Yeah. Like what? This is a this is a terrible place. I'm not coming back here. That doesn't happen. But you hear that shit all the time because it, it's like people are more comfortable blaming the uh, the treatment method than they are blaming the disease because the treatment method is is designed by a person. They can hate a person. They can hate an organization. How are you going to hate like? Oh, I'm very unhappy with rampant cell growth. <laughs> Right? I mean, I'm so dissatisfied with unregulated cell division. Rah! I mean, that just doesn't work. <laughs> I've, heard, I've heard people say, specifically, I've heard this, and now this is a paraphrase, but it is, it is very similar to what they said. They mentioned to me that somebody was put into a coma by the doctors. Um, they went to the hospital, something was wrong, and they were put into a coma, and then they died. And they blamed it on being put into a coma. And I was just thinking to myself, I'm like, you know, they went to a hospital for a reason. Right. And the doctors probably didn't just willy-nilly decide. They don't just walk down, like, roll a die or throw a dart. <laughs> you know, they're just like, you know what? We're just, we got to pick somebody on this floor who's going into a coma yeah, today, right? god damn it. 
<laughs> like, like they have procedures that they're following. Yeah. And and to not understand those procedures and to just blame a doctor because he's trying to help somebody, that's the thing I don't understand is the pushback against the medicine in this country. I understand to be frustrated when somebody dies and I understand when somebody's sick and ill and it feels like, you know, there's nothing you can do because maybe the doctors don't know. I understand that there's some frustration there. But I think that's kind of refreshing when doctors don't know. You go to the doctor because shit went fucking wrong. Right. You know, and and to blame the guy who can't fix it. It'd be like if – Cecil, the, the, the analogy would be like if you if you said, hey, I need some help. Can you help me? Yeah, I will try my best to help you. Okay. Well, you didn't help me enough. Well, I'm sorry. I tried my best to help you. I tried everything within my fucking limited power as a human being to fucking help you. Right. Well, it's your fault. Like, No, you came to me with the problem first. Yeah. The problem was the genesis, man. You know, and I'm not to saying I'm not saying that there's never any medical errors or what have you. Certainly that exists. Right. But, Absolutely. I mean, you know, come it's on, not that's the a norm and it's yeah. not a conspiracy. If it was a conspiracy, you'd have to believe like, well, all these doctors just want to make sure that grandma dies. And their wives die, and their and their kids die, and because their kids are going to get sick, and their wives are going to get sick. Like we all go through the same system. We we all have the same. So so if you're suggesting that the, that this evil cabal of of doctors is getting together, oh, we're going to get rich and poison America, including our own loved ones. Well, and that's the purpose of this book. The other thing, too, is that this book has all the answers, right? Like I said earlier, right, it's right. refreshing to when it, when it, you know, I don't think, I mean, obviously it's depressing as fuck when you're the victim of somebody saying, I don't know what's wrong with you. Obviously that fucking sucks giant donkey balls. Get me. I, I fucking get it. But it's also, I think, a symptom of it being a scientific thing. They're saying, I don't know what's wrong with you. They're not. They're willing to wager guesses and tell you that those are guesses instead right. of just saying, I know exactly what's wrong with you. And all you have to do is eat this fucking turmeric root and you're going to be fine. Right, right. Yeah, well, you know, what's what's wrong with people, according to this book all the time, is they have a, an, a lack of apple cider vinegar in their diet. Oh, yeah. I mean, gosh, everybody you know. needs a little more vinaigrette, I think. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> You know, the, the hard thing is whisking it in your mouth. You Let know, me tell you, you the... I have a steak au poivre problem <laughs> in my diet. That's what I need a lot more of. Yeah, I wish well, I wish one of these cures was just pot roast. Yeah, demi-glace. You know, like, like, <laughs> we're going to have to pour gravy in your mouth. <laughs> oh, God, I hate the cure. Oh, I love the cure ah. so much. Oh, man, what I wouldn't give to be one of those foie gras geese, you know, yeah. just... <laughs> Live my whole life with an open mouth and a funnel. (laughs) I wish the American media would take a great look at the views of the people in Congress and find out, are they pro-America or anti-America? So the Secular Coalition for America um, put out their 2012 presidential candidate scorecard. Um, Cecil, this was was pretty interesting, I thought, actually. Um, It ranks Bachman, Gingrich, Huntsman, Obama, Paul, Perry, Romney, and Santorum. Some of these cats did not do very well. Yeah, I think if you look at this scorecard, you could probably rule out if you're, you know, and this is this is an important caveat. If you're voting based on uh, freedom from religion uh, and uh, and sort of the secular uh, the way in which. These these candidates treat the secular world and views towards non atheists and uh, non theists and such. Then you might want to throw out right away, right off the bat, Perry and Bachman because they got F's all the way down the board. Gingrich and Santorum did no better with one C and the rest F's. Uh, Romney uh, actually Paul did the the second uh, near the worst too. He's got like one B a couple C's and the rest F's. And then uh, Huntsman Obama did the best with Romney kind of a little bit behind them. Yeah, Huntsman, now Huntsman had a lot of NAs, which means that they didn't have enough information. Right, because he's not going anywhere. Well, you know, and that's that's a disappointment because I've I've heard Huntsman and I've I've seen what Huntsman, he put out a Twitter thing at one point, which is like, hey, just for the record, you know, I believe in evolution and global warming. And it's like, great. You're not going to have any fucking traction in the Republican Party. You're not crazy enough. Right. You don't have your fucking crazy tinfoil hat on. So right. no traction for you. Sorry, dude. 
Um, so Huntsman, you know, he might be somebody to consider, but there's so little information you can't even know where he stands. Right. On on a variety of issues. Given the other A's and B's, though, one would have to think that he's probably. Yeah, I would imagine. I mean, he's got he's got four NAs, uh, and the only other NA comes on a Perry one. And the reason why I think is because, um, you know, you just don't have the information. But you got to imagine when he's like taxpayer funding of religion. I don't think that he would be different than say Paul or Obama on that. Right. Yeah. It seems I, like I he would that, probably yeah. be, you know, maybe a C at the worst. Endorsements and association. Uh, it's an NA, so he doesn't endorse or associate. Supposedly, I guess they they don't know. So I would say that's an A right off the bat. Right. You know, at least it's things like you know the thing is that like it's it's the ones that are that aren't so blatantly anti science. Like you know, you look at like scientifically based regulations and legislation. Like that's kind of key. Because science is a real fucking thing. Yeah. And if you're going to make decisions, you're going to make fucking policy decisions for 370 million people in this country. Let's let's do that based on fucking solid evidence. Well, only the sane ones were anywhere near C, though. Like right. the ones that I think that I I would vote for, Huntsman, Obama, Paul, and Romney. Those right. are the only ones that actually voted on that one will like, seem like they would be ones I would follow. The other ones are all Fs, just like F, 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 F. And like, I look at this and all I can think is like this, this demonstrates so well the um, dichotomy between these folks, right? Like how, how, how far apart certain candidates are from each other, you know, because it's, it, it, it's not like everybody's averaging at a C, you know, if you're, if you've got one F, you've kind of got a lot of Fs. You know, you're you're way off the fucking board, um, and and I think at some point the the candidates are forced. I don't know if they're forced or if this is just the candidates that get chosen, but you have to take these sort of extremist positions um, in order to 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 gather support from extremist people. Ron and, Paul's an anomaly, I think. He's got four Fs, and the rest, the other five, are Cs and Bs. Yeah, he he's he's got some Fs on some. Uh, I I don't understand how you can have a C for scientifically based regulations and legislation, but an F for accepts evolution. Yeah, I don't get it either. I don't know. I'm not sure how And we've that talked works. about that with him. Yeah, we've said that about him. We I have a clip of him saying, "I don't, you know, I don't believe in evolution," and he doesn't see where it's relevant. I remember there's a part where he's like, "I don't see how that's relevant." I'm like, "I fucking perfectly see how it's relevant." You know, if you don't accept evolution, there's a lot of other stuff I suspect you don't accept. Well, sure. And it's like, well, that's the basis for biology. That's a big deal in biology. Like to understand how one thing changes as a result of of pressures. Like I don't – how it's baffling. It's fucking baffling. But this is an interesting scorecard. And I think uh, we'll put it up, you know, a link to it on our site and people can check it out. And if these are things that you're concerned about, and I imagine if you're listening to this show that they probably are, uh, you can check out and see where your candidates stand on these issues. I wouldn't, you know, obviously, obviously people who listen to this show are smarter, smart enough to realize this. So I, I'm probably speaking to no one, but I would caution people not to just use this as the only tool oh, in which no. to vote for the someone. Only... <laughs> uh, you know, obviously there's going to be people out there, though, that are on the other side of this, that there's probably a, you know, whatever it is, religious scorecard, where a lot of these people are getting all A's. Bachman and Perry are getting all A's. And oh, sure. yeah. somebody's saying you should vote for them. And they are going to use that as the only test yep. for which to vote for someone. Yep. So in order to, I think, be a lot, a lot more intelligent than that and a lot more reasoned than that, you're going to want to you know, consider this, but also consider other things, other things that are important to you as a U.S. citizen. It's like it's always been the little women that caught the vision of giving, beginning with Jesus himself, out of their private means. Some of you little precious ones have that little grocery money, some of that little money set aside. Assure tonight the blessings of God on your family by giving it to God and speaking that. Say it. God. This is for blessings on my family. So Pope Benedict uh, released his peace message uh, recently. Um, and as part of that, 
he uh, he implored people um, to uh, create a more just and peaceful world requires adequate mechanisms for the redistribution of wealth. <laughs> this article comes from the Huffington Post. I love the image they chose where he's basically covered in gold, I know, I holding know. a great big gold cross. So. <laughs> big popin'. I looked it up, and the Vatican's wealth is somewhere between 10 and 15 billion. 10 and 15 billion dollars. So if you wanted to redistribute some wealth, you could always start at the Vatican. What if you just gave up like a third of that? Yeah, that would be a lot of money. Just a third of that. Yeah, that would be about $5 billion. Three to five, three to five, right? Sure. You know, you look at this, Cecil, and you think, like, if you really wanted to do this, you could could fund – with $5 billion, you could probably fund and achieve a cure for something like malaria, you know, a vaccine for malaria. For $5 billion, you could probably tip that – you could probably tip that over. You could probably five billion dollars. Imagine how much good five fucking billion dollars would do uh, for AIDS research or for uh, AIDS prevention in Africa. What about agriculture creation? Right. Right. Irrigation, uh, water, finding clean water for people all over the world. Just put five billion dollars towards finding clean water for pe- people that need it the most, regardless and of religion. I would imagine. That the true wealth of the Vatican is probably higher. You know, I, if if they were to hold a fucking garage sale tomorrow, there'd be people clamoring to get in. Like if they start, if they put the signs up all over the neighborhood, like Vatican garage sale, <laughs> Vatican garage sale. seven a.m. Saturday. I'm <laughs> you guessing can't do it on Sunday. They're busy. Well, yeah, so, it's the, yeah. that's fucking rude, right? Cecil. Yeah, yeah, that's the that's God's day. <laughs> How dare you! You can't work. Yeah, Who well, would work? God, yeah, God can't watch the register, the little cash box in the corner. <laughs> They'd have to get atheists yeah, yeah, to actually a- run yeah. the yard sale that day. <laughs> the, God's out would, there with a megaphone. He's like, get your fucking paintings here. <laughs> Line get forms your to the priceless left. paintings here. Sistine chapels. <laughs> I got the Sistine chapels. I mean, I'm guessing people would overpay for a lot of this shit. <laughs> right? If no, you, you got to talk them down, I think. You <laughs> oh, this is for charity? Well, you do half. Yeah. <laughs> you know, people would probably – imagine how much one of those Pope rings would go for. Gosh, could you imagine? I would walk- fucking totally buy the hat. If I could buy the hat, I would wear that hat everywhere too. That ring has got to be like Green Lantern's ring. You know it is. You know Form it. of the Pope. <laughs> You know, or how much would a pulp mobile go for on like Auto Trader? I don't know, you know? man. You put I it imagine on eBay. you could get a fair yeah. buck for that. I, you, you know what you could do because it's bulletproof is you could send it to fucking Afghanistan. <laughs> Since we couldn't evidently spend right. the money to bulletproof the Humvees yeah, for the you just first have, like, four years, one we patrol there. and it goes like two miles an hour. <laughs> <laughs> shoot, but they're all shoot at it. They can't get through. Yeah. What have they done? It is protected by Allah. <laughs> I'm giving her all she's got, Captain. <laughs> if I had that Pope ring, I would fucking make everybody kiss it. Everybody. Fucking everybody. I would, I'd be like, hey, hey, fuck you, dude. Pope ring. I'd be it. going to, like, Protestant churches and making them kiss it. Are you kidding me? Yeah. I'd show up in fucking synagogue and be like, hey, kiss the ring. Kiss the fucking I'd ring. I'd go to the fucking reason rally and make people do it. <laughs> I would dress every day in Pope gear. Oh, my God. That's what I'm saying. The hat and the robes. Priceless. Price. First off, you get seated everywhere first at a restaurant. No matter when, <laughs> when you walk in, you're like the first one seated. And they put you right by the window so you get the best seat in the house. Because everybody wants to come. Hey, the Pope's here. Oh, come oh on. Let's God. get a pizza. And that staff. like They yeah. should have like, you know, you've seen that show Wipeout. They should have like those staff jousting. With those cross staffs that made of gold? Awesome. That staff is actually a zombie survival guide staff. I don't know. That's if you true. Know. Yeah, a lot of people just, don't know that. Yeah, they but... don't know that, but that was created specifically for the zombie apocalypse. Blades shoot out of that yeah. thing in every direction. 
They, they've actually like lost more. really heavily at one end to crush the zombie skull. <laughs> they've lost more aids to the Pope that way. You know, just yeah. at a random. <laughs> they accidentally <laughs> pressed the button and Hold fucking knives. Oh, fuck. <laughs> they need another young priest, preferably from an African country. <laughs> How dare you call for a redistribution of wealth when you're worth $15 billion? That's fucking crazy. That's like that's like Bill Gates being like, you know what? All you other fucking rich people should fucking give your money to the poor people while I fucking eat this cake. Right. <laughs> this large cake made of billion dollar bills. <laughs> In the name of Jesus, we speak that. So the Vatican is also making some... I mean, the Vatican is just nothing but a good decision machine these days. Um, they've declared a miracle. Um... A, uh, a five-year-old boy um, hit his face while playing basketball and ended up getting that flesh-eating bacteria. This is a story from NPR. Um, the flesh-eating bacteria is, is uh, I mean, it was just awful. Fucking did what it sounds like. It ate his flesh. They thought he was going to die, and uh, he ended up recovering. The Vatican decided that this was a miracle um, because of a relic of Kateri, who is evidently a... Uh, not a saint, but going to be a blessed. saint. Blessed, yeah. Blessed. They, they, right before you become a saint in the Catholic Church, you have to be uh, blessed, what they call blessed, so that they they vote on what you, they call your beatification. So your beatification comes first, and if you become beatified, you become blessed, and then later they would vote to make you a saint. So it's like a diet saint, right? Yeah, now. it's like it's like Saint Light. Yeah, yeah. I got you. Sure. You um, know, look at this guy. Look at this kid's parents. He was going to be a beautiful kid. Yeah. I mean, look at his parents. Like oh, yeah. You're like, good, holy good looking cow. Good-looking people. Yeah. Good-looking people. This yeah. poor kid, half his face is gone. It's terrible. It's a terrible story. It's an awful story. But, what, you know, I think what the problem is is that religious people, I think, are getting pissed off because science is proving all their different myths wrong. So now they're just going to start claiming when science does something. They're just going to claim and be like, hey, it was religion. Fuck you. Yeah, right. Exactly. Exactly. Because you know, if you read the if you read these stories, it's like the boy is in a first world hospital. He's had nine surgeries before he starts getting better. Keep in mind he's at the fucking hospital. He's obviously getting, you know, all the benefit of of all kinds of modern medicine. You know, he's getting the benefits of 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 the surgeons, of the doctors, the nurses on staff. He's getting all the benefits of modern science and modern technology. And then when somebody shows up with a fucking relic from a Mohawk Indian from 350 years ago who happened to convert to Catholicism and they yeah. lay it on his bedside and by fucking sheer chance that's the day his medical condition starts to turn around. Instead of looking at the doctors and the nurses and the staff of the hospital and the fucking 150 years of medical science that has gotten us this far and the antibiotics that he's certainly taking and the nine surgeries that he's fucking had to remove damaged tissue and the fact that we can even identify what's wrong with him at this point in science. Instead of looking at all of those things and saying, thanks, doctors, you guys saved my kid's life, you look at this fucking dusty fucking relic and you throw your hands to the sky and start giving praise to Jeebus. Really? Because where was Jeebus when you hit your fucking face on the basketball hoop? A minor inconsequential injury and almost fucking died from it. Was he on Was he on fucking lunch break when that happened? Well, Satan was humping that hoop earlier. That's true. That's what, it's that's true. what happens. It's that like is a, actually where strep A comes right, from. It's exactly. Satan jizz. Yeah. It's, yeah. <laughs> just all over the... And it's funny because it's all over the place. What has he he's done to this place? He's an excited guy. Yeah. You know? And he's got time. He really. does. He's a lot of time. This uh, Reverend Elisiano... <laughs> Elizondo, I guess, is the devil's advocate. If he needs some help on fucking disproving this, you know, geez, just give us a call. <laughs> you know, like, what the fuck? It's real easy to disprove. Just be like, well, let's let's not just fucking again. You know, this is the argument from ignorance show, right? It's right. like like 
even if you can't point to the moment the medicine or whatever started working, even though there's clear evidence, there's a lot of different medical procedures going on that are trying, that are actually actively trying to make this child's uh, condition improve, you're going to overstep that and just be like, ah, no, 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 no. It was the fucking metal that was next to him. Yeah, right. That's what, that's what caused it. That was like, the trick. Uh, I think uh, I think maybe it was the fucking nine surgeries. Right. The the team of surgeons and doctors yeah. that worked feverishly to save his life. Yeah. Meh. It was magic. It was magic, magic from the sky. Right. Right. See, so we're going to go ahead and take a short break and give you all the information you need to phone call us and text us and chat us and email us and Facebook us and Twitter us. And, uh, you know, the more of this that you do, the more unbelievably wealthy we become. And we can't begin to distribute our wealth. Because right now our wealth redistribution is, is pretty minimal. I'm not going to lie to right, you guys. Right, admittedly. But uh, if, you, if you follow these simple plans we're going to lay out, i.e. tell your friends. Yeah. <laughs> then we will be able to distribute wealth back to you. No actual wealth distribution implied. You can email these assholes at dissonance.podcast at gmail.com. For more information on this or any other episode, visit the Cognitive Dissonance website, dissonancepod.com. Like our show on Facebook to join in the conversation. Just search for Cognitive Dissonance in Facebook or go to our website for the link. You can converse with us on Twitter. Our Twitter handle is at dissonance underscore pod. Help us out by retweeting and reposting our shows. You can call us and leave us a message at... 740-74-DOUBT. That's 740-743-6828. Long distance rates apply. Your help is fucking greatly appreciated. So Cecil, this is a story that comes from uh, CBC. Um, Dad who botched circumcision loses court appeal. Oh. Yeah, this is, this is pretty ridiculously sad. A, uh, a BC man performed a circumcision on his four-year-old son uh, on the kitchen floor of his home. Uh, and he lost an appeal of that conviction. Uh, fucking good! You maimed your kid's dick! What did the kid lose? I mean, I, you lost your appeal, but what did the kid right, lose? Yeah. Right. He did this because he wanted to make his, uh, his son right with God. Oh, <laughs> How it's impossible for me to do this story without my legs crossed. I, you know what I mean? Like I'm sitting here right now, just like completely like bent over, covering, you know, protectively covering my genital area from nothing. Right. right. <laughs> you know, th- this story is 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 pretty horrifying. Um, and and the thing is that like this guy, there was nothing in his religious convictions that that meant that he had to circumcise his kid himself. The reason he did it himself is because nobody else would fucking do it. That's why he wouldn't do it himself. They're like this. It, it would require that your son go under general anesthesia to do it. It's not worth the risk. So we're not going to allow your kid to be circumcised. Nobody would circumcise him. Well, if the fucking doctor tells you, yeah, we're not going to fucking circumcise your kid. I'm not going to perform a medical procedure on your kid. You don't go home and take a fucking kitchen knife to your kid's penis, dude. That is not how that works. No. And, and like you said, I'm going to read directly from the CBC article here. It says, court documents say the man gave alcohol to the boy, referred, referred to only by his initials DJ, and used a blade that was not as sharp as a surgical instrument. You, I don't know if you can hear me leaning forward a little bit now. Uh, <laughs> to staunch the bleeding, the man used a veterinary powder suitable only for livestock. Yeah. This kid hates his kid. This guy hates his kid, man. I mean, it's fucking obvious you hate your child. Yeah, you'd have to hold your kid down. I don't. I don't even understand. I, I'm. It is. It is fucking inconceivable. Genuinely inconceivable to maim your kid's genitals <sighs> because you have some fucking bizarre religious conviction that demands that your kid's foreskin be sacrificed to God. You're fucking sacrificing bits of penis. You people are fucking insane. I, I I simply cannot believe in 2011 that that there's any need to go through this barbaric ritual. What are you What are you cutting off body parts to give to Jesus for, or or whoever your God is? I'm I'm assuming I shouldn't have yeah, assumed, but it, it probably is though. I mean, I do the other ones. I don't know. 
does Thor say you should put your penis on a cutting board and slap it with a hammer? I, that would not be a thing I would do. That's why there's no more Vikings, actually. <laughs> They just like oh, oh fuck that no. They even fucking the f- gape. They converted as soon as they had the opportunity. <laughs> right? No kid. They're like, well, all I got to do is cut a little ring off of that yeah, thing. Fucking a, man. Done and done. Yeah, I don't want fucking Mister Beaver penis anymore. Fuck that. What does God do with all these things? Does he fry them up like pork skins? Oh, I mean, what does he mean all these on. things for? <laughs> like he like fucking, you can't you can't fry them up. They got to cook long and slow in order to get the you know <laughs> make like sure they God's funyuns. Yeah. <laughs> He braises these, so you know they have a wonderful mouthfeel. I hear. Like, if you if you if you overcook them, they're like bad calamari. Yeah, just like little fucking like like rubber bands. Like, oh. who's got cocktails? <laughs> Cocktail, oh! Oh, that's terrible. This poor kid's fucking penis is deformed now. Yeah. It said it said the doctor said his penis was badly deformed. That's because you performed surgery on your kitchen floor. That's never the place for surgery. Yeah. <laughs> like if you're wondering, I think we should have like a checklist, right? Like a little flow chart. Should I perform the surgery? Yes, no. Am I on kitchen floor? <laughs> yes. Am I no. using Am I using a dull kitchen knife? Yes, right. no. Do I have veterinary power suitable only for livestock? Is any he part might as of... well like fucking paid a dog to lick it close? You know what I mean? Like, like what, what, what exactly you think? Like powder? First off, veterinary powder. Can you imagine the burn oh, that fuck, must have dude. ensued from that? Am I, I? Didn't I mention that I'm hunched over this entire I, story? And a four year old is like. You know, I I don't I don't really think there's any reason to circumcise babies, but at least babies don't form long term memories. This kid's gonna remember this. Yeah. At four, you're you're forming long term memories. I guarantee this is one of those memories. This isn't something that escapes your fucking attention. This is one of those things where you're like in college years later and like getting it. Oh yeah, I forgot to tell you. My dad's a religious zealot who fucking force-fed me alcohol, held me down on the kitchen floor, and used a dull knife to circumcise me. So, my junk don't look good. <laughs> you still want yeah. a party? Yeah. <laughs> I, I, you don't have to be a psychic to predict that uh, there's going to be some sexual problems in this person's future. Right, yeah. Insecurity yeah. much? Yeah. You want answers? I think I'm entitled. You want answers? I want the truth! You can't handle the truth! <laughs> I don't understand this one. <laughs> Cecil, you have to introduce this story. I simply don't have the ability to do it. I oh. don't even know where Cebu is. It's in the Philippines. You're in the Philippines. <laughs> How do you so, like that? <laughs> what I love about the story, and we're going to share the link. What I love about the story, it's from the Sun Star Cebu. And what I love about the story is that everything in quotes, they didn't translate. I know. So, so what it looks like to me is the story, the background of the story is this, okay? It's... Uh, a newborn was uh, a newborn was found with uh, by his parents was seen by his parents with blood oozing from his mouth and nose and his navel swelled up with marks that looked like it had been drained and somebody had come into the house and saw like this blood all over and they're like what <laughs> what happened here <laughs> I love I love this sentence Virgil made a stopover and stopover is one word at his daughter's house on his way to go fishing and go fishing is one word. <laughs> What do I, love, I do? Go fishing. Yeah, I, Go fishing. what what I think what I think really happened here. Now you got to read between the lines, but follow me. Um, this was actually a, a a ritual killing for Cthulhu. If you read, <laughs> if you read here, you have to read. Got to read. Let me just read this out loud. I may actually summon him, but it says Na laje lama sudago dear sulame mesa. You see, now that is a fucking right out of the Necronomicon. I guarantee it, right out of the Necronomicon. It's like page seven. It, it, uh, this story is, I don't even know why you would bother writing this story in English if you don't translate any of the fucking... <laughs> I love that all the words are in different way, all the fucking quotes. And, and then they, they, but the Cecil, the thing is they do translate some of it. Sure, sure. At the very end, they sort of randomly translate. So they've got like one thing that's like, uh, I haven't heard of a ghoul on Christmas, but there is on the Holy Week, he said. Yeah, what? and there, the one what? above it here, it says, Naglidisa ug naglibud dgibum gubum. And then it says, <laughs> we will at least try our best to come up with a conclusion. <laughs> well, okay, well, why are you writing it sometimes only in the native language, 
sometimes in the native language and English. The rest of the article is in English. You don't know when to use the space bar. What I have to say, Cecil, I'm very disappointed in the Sun Star of Cebu, and I will not be renewing my subscription. <laughs> the problem is Cthulhu wrote the article. He has webbing between his hands when he's typing. It just it's, it's really hard to, to actually hit that space bar. You know, like you can you have free movement in your thumbs, but imagine if you had webbing in there. It's a that lot would be harder difficult. to do. It's it would be difficult. I'm just saying. You actually strike the keys a yeah. lot. Yeah. Well, sure, and then the tentacles are hanging on the keyboard, and what are you going to do? You know, your face tentacles are typing away for you. And those y'all. things writhe no matter what you, you, know, you do. You cannot stop them from doing that the i love i haven't heard of a ghoul on christmas <laughs> ghoul on christmas but there is on the holy week what well, your holy week involves ghouls yeah <laughs> well, well i don't understand this at all like like on christmas you're like whoo breathe a sigh of relief <laughs> oh everybody relax it's a ghoul free christmas <laughs> no ghouls today when is the holy week cecil do you know when the holy week is uh, is that a thing? I don't know what the Holy Week is. <laughs> They're talking. It's again. It's Cthulhu, and I'll tell you why it's this. However, one of Kimberly's aunts who lived nearby saw bloodstains on their rooftop. Is she the only one that saw the bloodstains? Did the rest of the like they were invisible to everyone else? Could you not independently verify the bloodstains? Only one person saw bloodstains. There's at a fucking the, dead baby involved, and people least, aren't looking for bloodstains. At least the police, though. What, what were they? I mean, if it wasn't a ghoul, they were fucking like playing roll the baby off the top of the fucking <laughs> roof. I don't understand what you're doing. What, the, but but that's it, where they actually go up. They're yeah. like spiders. They take them up to their nest yeah. on the roof. Sure, to, yeah. yeah. At, at least the police don't believe it because it says the the police of this city refused to believe that the death of the baby involved a paranormal creature. Which is better than some of the other stories we get where they're we like, have. it might have been a paranormal creature. Right. Well, it was like that one where, like, authorities blamed a ghost for... Oh, yeah. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. When the authorities are blaming the supernatural, your fucking system is fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> Do you believe in UFOs, astral projections, mental telepathy, ESP, clairvoyance, spirit photography, telekinetic movement, full trance mediums, the Loch Ness Monster, and the theory of Atlantis? Uh, if there's a steady paycheck in it, I'll believe anything you say. And Cecil, this is actually um, my new career choice, this next story. This is from... It's a good one. Yeah, well, you know, I'm a fucking genius. This is from Skeptic.com. Um, Experience how professional Bigfoot trackers operate in weekend <laughs> expeditions. Evidently, people take weekend expeditions to go find Bigfoot paid hundreds of dollars to a guide... To take them into the forest and not see Bigfoot. I can, if you, <laughs> listeners, listen to me. I will pay, you guys can pay me virtually any sum of money. And I will take you places to not see Bigfoot. I will take you, I don't care where you live. I guarantee that I will take you someplace to not see Bigfoot in your hometown. I can take you someplace to not see Bigfoot at your local mall. I can take you anywhere to not see Bigfoot. If you are going to accompany Tom anywhere, please bring a GPS. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> I have no sense. I would get just killed. <laughs> Tom would be – you guys would be the next Blair Witch Project. Tom would be standing in the corner somewhere. <laughs> He'd be like, you're the guide. You've been walking around the yeah. same tree No, in a Tom would come back hour. a couple weeks later and be like, where are all those people? I fucking ate them. What are you kidding me? <laughs> it gets fun. We had a little Donner hey, party man, you think I'm going to eat berries? What are you fucked? <laughs> I, I think that there's some money to be made, though. Uh, we could do some tours. I mean, you do some tours around town. Take them over to go see uh, that Resurrection Mary over at the cemetery over there. You go, well, there's no promise, no guarantee we're going to see her, but pay me 500 fucking dollars. I will stand with anybody in front of a, mi- uh, a mirror, and we can do Bloody Mary. <laughs> Say Candyman a bunch of yeah, times. Yeah, we can do Candyman, Bloody Mary. Your, 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 your mirror ghost of choice. Yeah, it doesn't matter what I ghost, will take yeah. you on a mirror expedition. Yeah. Uh, we can do it any time, day or night. doesn't matter to me. The prices are very high, though. <laughs> I mean, like, I'm kind of ridiculous, but I'm good. Uh, That's the thing. Tom says Candyman five times like nobody else. Yeah. Nobody I mean, else. Yeah. Candyman, 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 Candyman. Ah, he's dead. All right, Ah. so I'm going to finish the show up since Tom is dead. (laughs) You need a new (laughs) co-host. Candyman. Candyman. Terry, he's got a deep voice, though. Admittedly, he's got a nice, deep voice. Oh, yeah, Candyman would be fucking tits on this show, man. It would be awesome. awesome. 
Except for he has to disappear every time somebody says his name. So. Yeah. See, in the it's middle of unreliable. the show, like, fuck, I put aside the time to record, you <laughs> asshole. Dude, I got to go. I got to go put this hook in someone's neck. <laughs> I got to go hang some kids by their neck with this hook. <laughs> Bigfoot expeditions. That's awesome, man. That's fantastic. You know, I'm You know, hired. there's Loch Ness Monster ones, too, right? Like, this is big business. Like, people will go. Yeah. I'm sure there's UFO ones. I want to go on a Chupacabra one, to be honest with you. That would be awesome. Or I would a go, Yeti. I think it would be a riot to go on. I actually think it would be super funny to go on one of these things. Yeah. But it costs so much money. Yeah, that's the thing is bring me for free and I'll go. Yeah, I know. And I'll tromp around in the woods with you all day for free. <laughs> but the moment you want me to pay you $500 for dragging a schmuck like me around the woods, you better fucking carry me like I'm a fucking god then. You better have a whole bunch of fucking eunuchs that carry me in a fucking <laughs> thing. In a litter. <laughs> through the fucking woods, motherfucker. Well, you eat skinned grapes. Yeah, like, fucking oh, no. A, man. I eat fucking skinned Skin Yeti, what are you kidding me? You better have some fucking exotic food there for me, too. Oh, that's awesome. Like, I want nothing but morels on this trip. (laughs) (laughs) Morels doused in the blood of children. Be gone. Bring me another glass of truffle oil. So, Cecil, uh, we, we got some emails, we got some uh, ratings on iTunes, we had some tweets we're going to talk about, but also we were uh, posted on Atheist Underworld. Now, we've used Atheist Underworld before. It's a, it's a very good blog, um, and we've, we've talked about stories that we found from Atheist Underworld, and uh, it turns out that the gentleman who puts that blog together mentioned us as well. Yeah, that was very nice of him. He mentioned our show, said he just started getting into it and liked it and uh, enjoyed the production quality and then the content. So we thank you for listening. And we uh, just so you know, uh, Ben, the person who puts this uh, this Atheist Underworld together, we use your site to find stories. So thanks for putting together a great blog. Yeah, keep doing some of the work for us. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Basically, we, we stand on your shoulders, Ben. <laughs> so thank you very much. Shoulders of giants, my yeah, friend. Basically, shoulders yeah. of giants. Midgets need to get somewhere. So. <laughs> so we also got some email that we need to talk about. Uh, we got an email from Sean. Um, Sean and I had a, a brief exchange, an email back and forth. Sean um, was curious. We've mentioned on the show that, we're doing, that, that I do Santa in my house. I've got a, a five-year-old... And we do Santa. Sean uh, thought there was an incongruity there. Um, I actually think that Santa Claus is, uh, and I mentioned this to Sean, kind of atheist training. Um, I think it's, you know, you you teach your kid, okay, well, here's this thing called Santa. They believe you because they're kids. They believe everything that you fucking say. Then, you know, it, it involves a mythical man who knows when you're happy and when you're sad, when you're good and when you're bad. They later discover there's no evidence for this. Santa Claus isn't real. That's fucking atheist training, yeah. man. <laughs> and Tom, I would argue that you don't do Santa in your house. I do Santa in your yeah, house. Yeah, you do Santa in my house. You are Santa Claus for us. Cecil's kind enough to show up once a year and to place in July. It's awkward. Yeah, you know? it's really weird. I, I, it's fun. It's fun too because I show up at like three in the morning. And right. It's like, hey, can you wake that kid up? <laughs> I'm ready to do Santa now. Yeah, you need to stop drinking. I'm just <laughs> no, but uh, but he you know he enjoys it, and uh, and I do think that it is one of those you know, these atheist sort of training things. And I and you put together something that I hadn't considered, Tom, when you wrote this letter because I got a chance to see the letter you sent back. And one of the things that I think really does separate Santa from. From Jesus's, there's no killing in Santa's name. Right? Nobody is strapping a fucking bomb to a reindeer and riding into a fucking you know middle of a mall and blowing themselves up. You know, like that's not happening. So I think that while you are teaching your you know your kid to, you're not teaching him to believe in something. You're just saying that something exists, and then he's going to find out. I think organically later on, without any help from you, that Santa isn't real. Right. And, and that's then... a, that's a great way to learn something. It is. There's a lesson there, right? You know, and the, and the lesson is like, you know, myths and stories can be fun, but we grow out of them. Right. And, you know, it's it, it's right there. It's it's built into the structure of Santa Claus. Um, plus, my wife is making me do it. Yeah. Let's just... <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, like many religious compromises, though, I yeah. think that sometimes, you you know, there's a lot of marital compromises depending. And, you know, if you have to, you know, you want she wants to do Santa, you're going to do Santa. You right. know, shit, I, I want to... 
I don't want to see a Twilight movie. You know what I mean? But I might have to see a Twilight movie. So Look, there's that, lots of things I want to do she doesn't want to do. Yeah. So if I want to keep doing those things. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they may or may not be limited to sex, too. We don't know. Sure. I'll yeah. do Santa Claus. <laughs> We also got a Christmas holiday Festa Kwanzaa card from uh, Todd. Yeah, Todd, Todd sent us uh, Happy Festivus to my favorite podcasters. And there's Aww. like there's like seven <laughs> cards in here that are awesome. I think my favorite. I'm gonna now, time. I want you to pick a favorite, but I'm gonna pick a favorite first. And uh, it's just got a guy on a train who's sort of leaning up. And these are the your e cards, uh, which are normally very funny, but. Uh, but he's just he's just standing on a train and he's got a paper and it says, Thank you for vaguely wording your holiday wishes because you think I might be Jewish. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's awesome. I also like uh, my favorite is let's celebrate Christ's birthday this year by ignoring the fact that he would have celebrated Hanukkah. <laughs> <laughs> that is great. Thanks for sending the e cards, Todd. We appreciate it. Awesome. We got a rating on iTunes. We got a couple, actually. And we, again, encourage people to rate us on iTunes if you have an opportunity. Uh, we're up to 76 now, which is three times as much as our old podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Five years of our other show, and uh, this is three times more ratings. And uh, we, we appreciate each one of them. We really do, except for that son of a bitch you gave us a one. Yeah. But... <laughs> <laughs> I hope that guy gets coal for Christmas, that fucker. <laughs> Well, we recently got a, a rating that was accompanied by a review um, in which uh, she indicated that we were shockingly feminist. Um, these two are not only hilarious, but are quite ardent defenders of women. They regularly give clever voice. I take issue with that, ma'am. <laughs> to the female victims of religious and cultural brutality, the show will crack you up and make you think, doubt, rage quietly as you listen during the morning commute. Um I you know I thought about this and 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 I'm well I, I have to say that I'm 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 very flattered and I, I thank you very much. Um, I think honestly that in 2011, if you're not a feminist, you're not a humanist. Yeah, I, it, I agree wholeheartedly, it, Tom. It's fucking half of the people, half the people. If you don't know how to look at half of Earth and be like, mm, 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 less than. I mean, if if that's really your stance. Then you're just you're doing humanity wrong. You're doing being a decent fucking human being wrong. You cannot be a rational person that is dismissive or uh, interested in or allowing of the subjugation of half halfsies. It's of the isms. It's the fucking dumbest ism. It really is. It's really stupid. And and also you've got to live a pretty fucking sheltered life, I think, to only be, uh, I guess, impressed by males. Um, I've spent, you know, I've spent, I'm a little older than you, so I've spent, you know, almost 40 years on this planet, and there has been a wide variety of people I have been impressed with in my life, and that wide variety of people is split right down the middle to males and females. Um, to not have any kind of respect, I guess, for, for, for females just because of, you know, I guess you know, tradition is stupid. I think it's silly. It's, it's one of those things we should be throwing out. Like on this show, we throw out a lot of fucking old superstitions. We throw out a lot of old religions. We should be throwing out a lot of old sort of backwards mindsets. Like, and we do on this show, we talk about gays all the time, like how they have every right as everybody else. We talk about all the different things that, you know, we have thrown out in the last, you know, say century. Women have gotten a chance to vote. Black people, colored people have gotten a chance to vote. Well, what the fuck? That wasn't a possibility back then. But now it is. And now if you think that that's bad, you're an idiot. Right? If I, 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 sexism is, is fucking completely baffling. It is completely baffling to me. I mean, there, to, to, to recognize differences uh, is one thing. But yeah, to, yeah. To, to draw a distinction where one is better than the other is, is certainly quite a different thing. Uh, I appreciate very much this review and thank you. Um, but, it, you know, honestly, feminism is a fucking subset of humanism. Yeah. And uh, I don't think that you can call yourself a humanist. I don't think you can look at yourself and say, you know, I try to do the right thing. I try to be a decent human being and also be sexist. The, yeah. the two are fucking incompatible. Yeah, and I think, I think the reason why we come off as feminists is because we give guys a bad name. I mean, let's be honest, really. We give all, we give all males a bad name, really. <laughs> 
I've been doing that for 34 yeah. years. So, you know. <laughs> I've been very busy at it my whole life. <laughs> I give virtually everything I'm associated with a bad name. <laughs> well, speaking of everything you're associated with a bad name, we're going to end the podcast now. And, uh, and thanks for listening. Um, Merry, happy holiday Kwanzaa for you. And, uh, and we'll catch you right before the new year. We're hoping to record one more show before the new year. So make sure to check your iTunes while you're off on vacation. And as always, we're going to leave you with the Skeptic's Creed. Credulity is not a virtue. It's fortune cookie cutter, mommy issue, hypno Babylon bullshit. Couched in scientician, double bubble, toil and trouble, pseudo quasi alternative, acupunctuating, pressurized, stereogram, pyramidal, free energy, healing, water, downward spiral, brain dead pan, sales pitch, late night info docutainment. Leo Pisces, cancer cures, detox, reflex, foot massage, death and towers, tarot cars, psychic healing, crystal balls, Bigfoot, Yeti, aliens, churches, mosques and synagogues, temples, dragons, giant worms, Atlantis, dolphins, truthers, birthers, witches, wizards, vaccine nuts, shaman healers, evangelists, conspiracy, doublespeak, stigmata, nonsense. Expose your signs. Thrust your hands, bloody, evidential, conclusive. Doubt even this. The opinions and views expressed in this show are that of the hosts only. Our poorly formed and expressed notions do not represent those of our wives, employers, friends, families, or of the local dairy council. 